Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Insane in the Membrane, Edinburgh Edition. Insane in the Membrane. Throughout July and August, we'll be talking to comedians in the build-up to the biggest comedy festival in the calendar and finding out what's going on in their heads. And what better way to begin than with two times Edinburgh-nominated stand-up, Ahir Shah. Producer Paul and I put on our raincoats and trotted off to the Avalon building in West London to have a chat with him. Nice one, Ahir. It's good to see you, man. You did? I was just listening, like I, said, I was just listening to you on uh, Stu Goldsmith's. Mm. And uh, wow, it was some, there was some stuff that you covered on there. I was like, whoa, because we've we've never really met before. I've seen you around. Not probably. Well, we had yeah, the yeah. sort of changeover yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah. Edinburgh where we'd sort of see each other every day. But I was always just like, fuck, I need to get out of yeah, here as yeah, quickly yeah, as possible. Yeah, yeah. You just got off stage. Like, yeah. And it was, just, yeah. So you've never seen me this dry? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your eyes are smaller this time. Yeah. That's little... uh, really, yeah. like, just feeling quite calm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, because last year I'd see you in, in Cabaret Voltaire. Yeah. Which is a tricky room. I've, I've performed in there. Mm. And it's, because it feels, I mean, I love the venue, but it feels like a tomb. Oh, yeah. And then when it's as rammoed as you had it, because it was rammoed every day. And I was yeah. like, fuck me, how are you? Because there's no real light, there's no sunlight. Yeah, well, there, there was one uh, very odd day, I think it was during the last year's Fringe, uh, I'd been in there a couple of years, uh, but where the lighting rig just failed entirely. No. So I had to be lit by the phone lights of the front row. <laughs> uh, and you're like, yeah, this is proper free Fringe <laughs> situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just do what you need to do to make this situation worthwhile. That is amazing. And, work and they all mucked in and they all helped. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Which is really nice because it's like, well, you're here now. <laughs> yeah. We are trapped in here, basically. <laughs> yeah. There's only one way out of this. We have to finish the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was impressive to see, because I, like I say, I've, I've performed in that room. I've performed in there when it's been packed, and I have performed in there when it's been empty. So it's a different experience, difficult room to perform in when there's no one in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know all too well. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I did yeah. Uh, three years worth of shows in there. So, uh. oh man, so you've experienced all like like me. You know, mm. yeah, it's a funny old room because there's a, like a weird divide halfway up. Yeah, well, it's just like. It feels like a dungeon. Yeah. And like down to the fact that there are those weird, like occasionally just chains on the wall and you never fully understand why. (laughs) And it's like, right, so uh, there may only be 20 audience members, but the rest of the chairs are definitely full of 100 ghosts. So, there's a bit bit as well on the stage, because they have DJs and things like that in there. You, you, they, we, we came in one day to do our show and we, they, they'd forgotten to raise up the DJ table and it comes from the ceiling on chains. Oh, really? And it looks like the bed that Frankenstein was brought back to life on. <laughs> and you're going, what is this fucking shit? And they go, oh, yeah, it's for the DJ. Is it? Yeah. Is it really? yeah. And you're like, I, I am not a DJ, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, could yeah, it yeah. not be here? That be here, please? <laughs> That's blood, isn't it? No, 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 no. So it was interesting to see your... How you, you like you were ramoed every day last year, and and it was really impressive, you know. And how do you, do you like you say when you come off stage, you're still buzzing from the show. You're but you're trapped in that space because then you got to sort out your bucket, and then you got to yeah, sort out, and, exactly. got, and then you've got the crowds coming in from the for the other shows. Well, that's why it's always a bit uh, odd because obviously like 
I needed to head everyone off uh, before uh, yeah, to do right. the bucket thing because of, of people who are listening may not know uh, a lot about this, but you yes, know the sure. different models of the way that Edinburgh works. Either you do a paid show, in which case absolutely everyone makes a hell of a lot of money apart from the performer. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's just like because why should the person who actually created yeah. the thing receive any? Yeah, exactly. You for the love. Man. Yeah, exactly. And it turns out you can eat love. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Uh, so yeah, oh yeah. Mm, yeah. Twenty five hundred calories of love every day. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, and nice and balanced. Uh, uh, um, yeah, it's like what you've got to do is you've got to have like a, you're platonic for the main and you're familial on the side, and then you've got like a romantic as a dessert afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then the way that we were doing it at Cab Vol, the free fringe thing, where it's basically sort of like a cross between bus busking and a hostage situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, get everyone yeah. into the room, and then obviously, like, a lot of them, if you're like, thanks very much for coming, and uh, please do give me some money at the end, I'll just be walking out, and then half of the cheap pricks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I would end up. Uh, walking through them uh, and just yelling my bucket speech <laughs> over the top of them. I was like, look, uh, this is not, do not leave. <laughs> like, you are not allowed to leave. I'm doing this while I walk through you because otherwise half of you cheap shits won't give me anything. <laughs> I can see you yeah. walking, walking out of here. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's like, if you do not have cash, I do not give a shit. I literally take contactless and like <laughs> oh, wave wow. my contactless reader. Uh, <laughs> it sort of had to be done, but it just meant that there was just this additional bit of of murder on your voice at the end of a quite onerous hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, it, it just shows that you've learned quickly that you you need to you need those skills as well. And being as a, being a comedian, you need those mm. skills of because it's a free show and we're relying on the bucket at the end. Yeah, You're, you've you've worked out very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get in front of them. Yeah, and actually the person there. who taught me most about this was Stuart Goldsmith, yes. who we were discussing earlier, because he had a background in being a street performer right. when he was yes. in his 20s. Yes. Yes. And so just like it, it's the applied psychology of it is something yes. that he was always very, very good at. And so yeah. the first time that I was doing free stuff, he gave me a lot of pointers. Yeah, uh, great. The, the the, he gave me a, a bucket speech, how to do it. And I was like, oh yeah, that works really well. It's amazing. Just, yeah. the, just the language of it. Just, oh yeah, cool. But now we've got the contactless as well. Now I, I know a few people that had the contactless. And when I first started hearing about it, I was like, oh, come on, I don't know about that. Now you're becoming the thing that the free fringe was against. Mm. But it makes total sense. People don't really have cash on them. Nowadays. Yeah, I never, so why, like other yeah. than the fact that like, when I go to free shows in Edinburgh, I'll yeah. make sure that I have cash on me because I want to, like someone's time is still worth something. Yes. Uh, so I make sure that I do. But other than that, like feel actively angry if I have yeah. any sort of uh, <laughs> like actual money on me. It's true. Uh, we were just now trying to park my car, and I just went. I just oh, oh god, was there like shit. something where you need like a fifty pp? So I was like, <laughs> yeah. like I haven't had one of these since two thousand six. What the hell is going? On? I had to get the app when I stood there. Ah, like, oh. oh, right, okay, fine. But yeah, so it makes total sense. Mm. So it makes total sense to have that. And you're in the monkey barrel this year. Yes. So this yeah. time it's, um, I think, a nice sort of best of both worlds yes. uh, scenario. So monkey barrel, just I think they they really do things in a nice proper way. Yes. Um, in that you know you can pay a bit in advance to reserve a seat, but it's not like wildly expensive in the same way that, you know, you can end up spending 15, 20 quid ahead on a ticket yeah. um, in some of the other places. And also they do the really good thing of every day. So the venue is going to be a 150 seater and 140 are available for sale, but they say 10 will just be for people who are queuing on the day. Okay. So if you genuinely can't afford it, but you still want to go along, yeah. then you would be able to. Oh, and I think cool. that's a really nice way. That's really cool. It. Yeah, because some people they've been they've seen the, you know, they said like the fifth show and like, oh, I really want to go, mm. but I've done all my cash in the buckets well, before. And, and I I always think about um, years ago. So Kyle Kinane, who I think oh, is an extraordinarily gifted comedian, comic, yeah. uh, right? And he was doing Edinburgh a few years back. I was very very excited to see him. Yeah. And I took my mother and father because uh, they were coming up to visit that weekend. Bought three tickets. It's about fifty quid for right. the three of us. To go and again, I'm like, well, I, I didn't really resent it because I'm like, this guy's spectacular, and I listen to his albums. Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. Anyway, went into the underbelly to watch him, and through no fault of his own, there were just like a group of people pissed out of their skulls at the back okay. who were just ruining the gig for everyone. He couldn't really have done a great deal about it, no. uh, and just walked back on Cowgate. 
uh, with my mum being like, oh, I didn't really enjoy that. Oh. And you're like, oh, right, okay. Yeah. So I've just spent 50 pounds. That's it, yeah. It's not his fault. <laughs> and you're going to go away thinking, oh, that person's not very good at comedy. Yeah. And like, you know, the number of times that will have happened to us as well. Oh, my, like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, this comedian isn't very good. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. D- d- there were a lot of structural forces <laughs> here that I was fighting very... Well, complex ideas. <laughs> I was and fighting I'm... very valiantly against <laughs> segments of the audience, segments of my own psyche. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I'm not very good. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Where's Julian? Yeah, it's that's that's Edinburgh as well, isn't it? It's, you don't know from one show to especially on the free fringe, mm. you don't know what to expect from one show to the next when you're every day you're performing. I always mm. find I don't, I, I you know I'm like oh, shit. This this is a, like I'm restarting again. I know how the show goes. Yeah, but it's all these are these are new people wafting in. And yeah. so, yeah, it could go either way. But equally, you know? like, that is also the reason why we do it, right? Like, yeah. in, in the sense that, like, nothing will be identical or nothing should be identical yeah. absolutely from beginning to end because yeah. there's yeah. always going to be that gut. Like, yes. remember, like, my favourite show of Edinburgh, I think, a couple of years ago was where um, we had the, ven- the venue had far too many people in it and it was a genuine <laughs> fire hazard and I was banned from doing things that way in yeah, 2018, wow. very justifiably. Uh, um, but uh, there was a dude who was like, so, you know the steps that are on the side of the um, stage in yeah, Cabaret yeah, Voltaire? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So we had people like sitting down the gangways and stuff like that. Wow. Not, yeah, right. uh, just importantly, um, for legal reasons, these are all lies. Uh, I'm, I'm lying <laughs> yeah. and this, this obviously is, yeah. never happened. This is just a skit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is one of my funny bits. No, but uh, they they were very good to uh, make sure that that sort of thing uh, stopped happening, uh, and quite <laughs> rightly. Um, but there was just a guy who, about forty minutes in, uh, ended up having to clamber over all of these people. I'm like, where the hell are you going? And he's like, oh, I, I have to go to a wedding now. What? Uh, and before he cram in a show. Before. Yeah, he was like, oh, I, I really wanted to see this. It was my only opportunity, <laughs> and I now have to go to this wedding. Like, and he had like a role in the wedding. He wasn't just like he's oh, really? he was just going. Was, yeah, yeah, uh, his flower and his was, jacket. And yeah. like, oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> it was really lovely because he was just like clambering all of these people, and I established that his uh, his name was Sandy. So. I was just singing why why yeah 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 you left me <laughs> yes. oh Sandy as he's like trying to get over all of these people and you're like that's what made that run for me like yes no See, matter what yeah. like the content of the show was what it was but those little those little moments when you can handle it that's <laughs> I think when you when you ride that wave of this has happened suddenly and then you come out of it you've got still got the laughs the show just keeps going and you You've had a nice moment that, that will never be repeated. Yeah, you know, it, it, I, I do. I, again, I love those bits as well. So yeah, but it's it's when it goes against you when they're just pricked at the back. <laughs> oh, like yeah. you see it, like, <laughs> and I hope the, I hope I never see those guys again. Yeah, that, I mean, those things happen as well, and they're never like, oh. I mean, I really appreciate this element of the art. <laughs> it's really sharpened my skills. Really, yeah, oh, but, you know, sometimes the form requires this sort of like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, shut up. Yeah. I don't want pricks in my gigs. Yeah, go away. Yeah. Would you find, I find, we've had a bit, I found this before, that it is, you're up there with a lot of your friends, mm. and there's every, you know, everyone's, you're doing shows and you're rushing here, rushing there, but I've had, on a, sometimes I've had a case where I'll be stood in the doorway, and I'll just be going, Oh God! I just feel like I'm on my own. Mm. It's a bit lonely for a moment. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It, it, it goes weirdly for me. Edinburgh always provides almost the opposite of that. Okay, like yeah. I get that way more. Like when I'm on tour, because like I don't tour with a support act or anything like that, right, okay. and so it's just me. And if you're stringing together a sequence of things, where you know, traveling town to town, staying in hotels nothing's familiar and no. in towns where I don't know anyone. Uh, and those are the times that I feel properly like, oh, right, my my voice is physically unpracticed before I get to the venue because yes. I haven't spoken to another human being all day. That's yeah, not yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that I find quite challenging. Whereas the thing that I really love about Edinburgh is that it's the one time of the year that because obviously we are colleagues, but we're yeah. colleagues who are very rarely in the same place. Yes. Uh, and so it's just really nice to have like, ah, oh, right, we're in, it feels like all of my mates are within 15 minutes walk. Got you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, at uni when you could just go and knock for someone and be like, oh, right, cool. Tom's right, it, right, let's right, hang right. out. <laughs> um, uh, and 
So that's the thing that I really appreciate. And I think weirdly, so Edinburgh becomes almost the, the tonic to the loneliness that yeah, <laughs> pervades yeah, the rest yeah, of the yeah, year yeah. when you're taking that same show all around yeah, the place. Yeah, true. It's, I find that yeah, what, I, what I have to do now, because I, you know, again, not, I don't do touring shows, but you find yourself out of town a lot doing club gigs and things like that. So you find yourself in strange town, like you just said, on your own. I make a point now of seeing if I can find someone in the in town that you know, I was looking at who's at another club or who's there, and make a point of meeting up with them for coffee. As in another comic who, yeah, like so, yeah, someone's just, on at the store in Manchester, someone's on at the Frog, yes. and you're like, yeah, right, yeah. do you want to meet up? Do you yeah. want to have coffee or do you want to meet up for a beer later on or something? Mm. Just so, so I'm not sitting on my own in a hotel room. Yeah, going over, letting the letting the voices go. Yeah, you're just getting away with this. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, voices. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, because I that Stanhope liner, because that's when the carnival kicks oh, into high gear. There must be something in the rise of orange. Yeah. yeah, 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 that shit. And it and it and yeah, you, you could be you. You'll find I'm, I'm from speaking from personal experience. All of a sudden, I've wasted a Saturday because I'm lying on my bed. Mm. Well, I haven't even put my laptop on. I'm just laying there, just... Yeah. No, oh, that was a shit thing I did in 1994. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I'm like, just spent a whole day worrying about that. And you're like, yeah. those people have moved on. Why am I still worrying about that? You know, yeah, they think you're a dick, but they've moved on. Yeah. They've, got, they've probably met other dicks since then. So, you know, yeah, yeah I know what you that mean. That whole, yeah, the days in bed when, if you were honest and someone asks you at the end of the day, what did you do today? And you said, I worried about tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I I, I read it in uh, Ruby Wax's book, and she was talking about. She explains why we are predisposed to negativity mm. rather than positivity. It just it's our alarm system that keeps us alive, doesn't it? Yeah. That, and that's and just knowing that little bit has changed my life because I'm not because you think oh, I'm the only one that's negative. I'm the only one that thinks this way. You're like no, no, we all do. Mm. Everybody does. Everyone leans towards that. It's how you deal with it. It's not letting it dominate you. Yeah. You know? I think I, I was talking to uh, someone on, on, on a rival podcast about this uh, uh, yesterday. So stop this. We, we shall not mention any names. <laughs> uh, that, this is the it. only podcast that exists. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it was a very nice one. Uh, has by um, Lauren Patterson and Aaron Giles. Yes, uh, yes, conversations yes. Against Living Miserably. Uh, and we were talking about uh, a similar thing. Yeah. And it's like, there is kind of a weird one where obviously, like, you are like, oh, right, everyone does feel certain kinds of negativity mm. and what have you. But it's also very, because it's such an internal experience, it's very odd coming to terms with the fact that not everyone feels it to the same extent. Yes. Uh, yes and yes. that's kind of like, so like I was talking about just retrospectively thinking about times in my life where I was like, now I'm like, oh, that wasn't normal. That wasn't, uh, <laughs> that wasn't normal at all. Uh, yeah. But at the time, I was just like, oh, just a bit sad at the moment. Uh, it's like, that's why I can't move or eat. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Most people can move or eat, even when they're a bit sad. So, that's, uh, so this is extra. You need yeah. To, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But you're, I, I was listening to you again on Stuart's thing, and you were mentioning uh, antidepressants. Mm -hmm. I was, I've been on antidepressants once, and yeah. they probably weren't the right ones. I just kind of, I didn't feel anything. It sort of numbed me to everything. Really? And it didn't, it didn't work for me. So I'm not, so now I'm, I've been off of them since and I'm like, now I'm good. I'd mm. rather just feel it rather than, you know, mm. just I try and be more active, do things more, uh, more physical things rather than yeah. rely on medication. But you, you were talking about. Well, so I've, I've sort of done both, right? Yeah. So I was on for several years and then uh, for about a year went off uh, and then eventually I was just like, okay, that was a worthwhile experiment mm. um, in seeing what it's like. Uh, yeah. But turns out what it's like is not great. <laughs> so <laughs> so let's, get, let's get back on this Let's vibe. get back on the nice times, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's always going to be, you know, it's... The the response is as individual uh, to everyone as the feeling is, or the or whatever, however you yeah. want to conceive of it. Um, so yeah, it works for me. And like my whole thing, like when I went off and I was talking about going off it in stand up, I was just like, look, I'm only talking about my own experience. It's the only one yeah. I can comment on. Stuff works for you, great. If you're interested in trying it, maybe you should more power to your elbow. I can only talk about my own experience. Of course, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think like yeah. it's it's a thing that. Relatively works for me. Yeah, that's it. If you found if you found a way, then that's that's excellent. Mm. You know, but is it does it numb you to stuff? Do you feel 
It just, you just, you just, it just levels you out. It stops, yeah. it stops the negativity and. Uh... It doesn't doesn't stop, but certainly like, it sort of, you know, it's it stops everything being dialed up to eleven. Right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, everything yeah. just so like, it's like, it's like a whisper. Yeah, like I've got yeah. a, the EQ knob or whatever it would be. Like everything's constantly going to <laughs> yeah, red, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and you're just like, yeah, let's just dial yeah, down yeah. the game there a little bit. And I was just like, all right, we're, we're in the green. We're occasionally straying into the orange, but that's, a, that's okay. Yeah, that can happen yeah, yeah. sometimes. Like, life still needs dynamics, but yeah. it doesn't need... Uh... Doesn't need extremes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know what you mean. Do you, you're, you are a very intelligent man, and do you find that sometimes that... You're, because you're so aware, especially politically as well, do you not find that that could play a part? That kind of gets to you. Sometimes you wish... You didn't know as much. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. to a certain extent, like I have done, I've just like, I used to be massive news junkie and mm. used to like, for, for a period of time, I had fucking live alerts whenever Donald Trump tweeted anything. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, what's this prick saying now? And yeah. they were like, in what universe is this yeah. beneficial? Yeah, to yeah, exactly. like, yeah. Yeah. I, I cannot do a single thing no. about this. So yeah, you know about like, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is like just a horrible condition that we live in now where it's like, I'm, I'm just as capable as human beings have ever been, more or less, yeah. but I now have a magic thing in my pocket that buzzes every time there's a catastrophe I can oh, do nothing wow. to prevent. And yeah. you're like, oh God. That must be uh, draining. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but then, like, I, I guess, I don't, in the answer to the first part of your question, mm. like, I wouldn't really know because I don't know, no. I don't know how anyone else works. No. Uh, I mean, I, I, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm coming from my point of view. For, again, that's so that's only one I know. Um, I was never very academic, and so, and I've said this on many podcasts before. I, you know, at school, wasn't. I'm not stupid, but just books and things like that. I wasn't interested. It wasn't. They weren't speaking to me. Yeah. You know, but music and art and things like that I was really into. But they were like that was sort of in the school I went to. They were kind of like pushed to the side. I know that you do those in your spare time. This is yeah. but now we want you to. Learn I mean, about this makes sense considering that this current get-up makes it look as though you've definitely won the Turner Prize. Yeah, like, so is, I won in the end. <laughs> you look, you look switch today, Rich. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, but you're wearing proper vintage. I mean, that's your grandfather. Yeah, got my, got my granddaddy's uh, jabon. Yeah, uh, man, that's going way back. Yeah, you know, and that's like a hipster's dream. Yeah, but it's that you know to be that intellectual because I would never class myself as intellectual but you, you you are an intellectual man very switched on very in tune with everything you know academically and you, you can work things out and almost like a scientist almost like you kind of you can see the puzzles in the universe and the way the universe gets put together and things like that and that must you know sometimes you want to be unplugged from the matrix you know Does that yeah like uh, but, but I, I don't think like the the capacity to overthink things is limited uh, no, in no, any way no, to people yeah, with particular like academic right. backgrounds or stuff like that. Like, but I, it's one of these things that you know becomes in many ways, as you'll know, like it's professionally handy as well yes. because uh, like if you are trying to see things from a slightly different angle or uh, construct mm. thoughts or deconstruct perhaps uh, experiences that you think are relatively universal but that people may not have considered in that particular way yes. before then you i guess you do need to be a bit of an overthinker yeah, and that true. can be yeah. that can be like quite a boon uh, in a lot of Absolutely. ways yeah. uh, but can also be terrible and yeah. i'm in no way saying because like i've got i've got negative quantities of time for the sort of fetishization of like oh this is so like crucial to the creative process uh, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you'd, you'd much rather just a bit, like, been happy. Like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to come at it from that angle, but no. uh, definitely sort of... Yeah, it's just, I just... Sometimes I look at it, I look at... I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not... This isn't, this sounds snobby and things like that, but you see people on Instagram and things like that, and they're sharing makeup tips and makeup is... The, top of everything and 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 then they're and they're 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 bought into the whatever's happening on the high street like they're into sort of mid-level fashion and things like that and i'm like and that but they're like oh this is amazing I'm like, oh, sometimes i wish yeah. i was a bit more like that and not kind of it sounds shit i can't yeah. really but you'll definitely I mean. have like i mean you'll have your own obsessions and peccadillos and all of that oh, sort of, course, of thing like, got, it's got like i fucking like 
Yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing makeup tips on Instagram, but I'm oh. reading the Wikipedia pages about obsolete models of train, like two in the morning. <laughs> I mean, like mm, it's really important that yeah, I know yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think sometimes I, I just yeah. pick my own weird niche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think what I mean is, it's just that sometimes I just like to just not be aware of mm. what's going on around me. It would just be nice to just. I suppose with what we do, we we have to be, don't we? Yeah. yeah, but also, but, like, you can, I think that's why, like, being a bit more in control of one's use of social media, for example, yeah, becomes yeah. quite an important thing. Yeah. Because, you know, like, on any platform, when you've got the endless scroll and you've got, like, I keep my phone on black and white uh, now and turn it on, I turn it on to colour if someone sends me a photo or something like yeah, that. Right. Uh, but, you know, like, the whole things are designed for gamification and the same way that casinos get you hooked on things yes. like there's a red dot this must be the most urgent thing possible to think about and it's definitely helped me yeah, be right. less of a phone addict um that's amazing to have yeah. changed that um so there are all of those ways it's just that yeah it, now live in a world like you know we're running the same hardware Yes. In there yeah. that has been run the entire time and now live in a world of absolutely constant stimuli. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I think about, so for example, take, uh, when my parents uh, met, my, my mother went on holiday to India, yeah. met my dad when he was there, uh, and then she came back to the UK. Uh, and she, at the time, was at university, uh, so uh, was North London Polytechnic, now Middlesex University. Uh, so that's like Oakwood, Cockfosters, one end of the Piccadilly oh, Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she grew up in Alperton, absolutely other end of the Piccadilly oh, okay, Line. Yeah. Uh, right, and dad couldn't, obviously no email, no FaceTime, no text, yeah. nothing like that. So only thing to do was letters, even international calling was too expensive at that yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, right, so... Uh, her parents didn't like him uh, or the idea of him because he, he was never going to have a lot of money or that oh, sort of right, thing right, and they yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. her to marry someone with a better profession. So that like a cultural that. thing? Is um, more of a, or is it just... Yeah, but it's also like with anyone just like anyone, wanting, yeah, the best for, yeah, yeah, yeah. wanting the best for their kid of yeah. being like... Yeah, you could <laughs> you could marry this weird artist who lives in a different continent to you, yeah. or well, this <laughs> a lovely doctor, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. two doors away. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah. So, so, anyway, yeah, so yeah, he course, could only yeah. write to uh, the pigeonhole when she was at uni, uh, right? And so she, every day, regardless of whether she needed to go in for a particular lecture or anything like that, would get the Piccadilly line all the way to the other end of the thing wow. uh, and check her pigeonhole, and if there was a letter from him, great. If there wasn't a letter from him, Piccadilly line all the way back home. Amazing. Everything like that. And I realised when I first heard this story, I was like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's very romantic. But, like, obviously, you know, you can listen to a few podcasts when you're on the tube, but, you, you know, you've got your, your pain, uh, Candy Crush, or whatever. You're like, no, 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 no headphones, no. no phones to distract. Like, you might have, like, you have a book or the paper or something like that. But it wasn't, like, for that hour, you're like, oh, right, I can just experience absolutely any yeah. stimuli I desire on the face of the earth, and everything will be absolutely fine. Yeah, and it took longer as well. The trains yeah. were slower. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, that was a day out of your life just go and check your letterbox yeah exactly. that is commitment and love that mm. is you're listening to insane in the membranes edinburgh season scroll back through our past episodes from season one to hear from other comedians playing this year's edinburgh festival including phil ellis simon evans nick revel george rigdon jen brister and ishan akbar all those podcasts and this episode have edinburgh show details within the podcast description expand the details section on your app and come and see us Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This show is made by Dark Horse Digital. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. There's definitely some sort of, you know, like when we see uh, large-scale resurgences in sort of ideas of wellness and meditation and all of this sort of thing, uh, a lot of which is uh, devised to get money from people, uh, yes. which is uh, quite frustrating. Mm. Um, but um, there aren't like... Just seems like it's everyone just being like collectively. We've sped up a lot yeah. uh, recently, and maybe just, I mean, just like yeah, bring it back a bit, tiny bit slower. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Might not be fine. Yeah, and not like it's like damn responded to the email within three minutes. Oh, what the hell is going yeah. on? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. are they dead? What's going on? Like, it's like with this yesterday because I was really busy yesterday, and then I was like, oh shit, I haven't done my emails. And I was panicking. I had replied to, to you guys. I'm like, oh my god, I've not done it. I've not done it. They're gonna, it's gonna be cancelled. And yeah. like, oh god. And, uh, a, and it's like, it never used to be like that. It, yeah. Like you get a, yeah, you get a letter in the post. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I will write a letter back, and then it's <laughs> <take> a week. <laughs> um, how? When did you start doing comedy? I started in 2004. Right. Okay. So I started late. I was 32. Yeah. But you started when you were 20. Before that, well, I did first gig when I was fifteen, so two thousand six. We didn't start that far away from wow. one another. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a bit... But uh, no, I, I just did it like as a weird hobby occasionally, and yeah. then it was after I went to uni and came back down to London that I started trying to make a proper fist wow, of it. Wow, man! Um, it never even it never even occurred to me when I was a kid that I could be a comic. I loved comedy, but I ne- it never went. It, it was never in my head to go. Yeah, yeah. you could do that. Because I'm thinking like, so, but it's it's about. Like right around the turn of millennium was mobile phones first becoming yes. like a real thing, uh, right? So I was thinking, yeah, like by the time that you'd started, you could be driving to a place and give the promoter a ring and yeah, say whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, I just think like if you'd started like five years previously oh, and you'd been in a traffic jam, I've heard the story. The way to, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's just like, yeah. oh yeah, and then they just didn't turn up. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, we don't know what happened to them. Never saw them again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the amount of stories I've heard where they've had to come off and find a phone box yeah. and then ring up and go, look, you've got the whole gig in the car. We'll get there probably, I don't know. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? And now we're all, now we're all so well connected, which is a good thing, yeah. which is a good thing. But yeah, but sometimes I wish we weren't. Like Jade and I, we do try and say, right, no phones in the bedroom. Mm. Like when we go to bed, let's just not. But it ends up creeping back in. <laughs> You know, she'll she'll go she'll be in bed when I get in or whatever, and she'll just be watching whatever on her phone, and then I'll get into bed. And it's in my pocket. Uh, yeah, oh, I've been in the car, so I might as well check. And then you're back to square one again. It's in the bed, but there is something. I do sleep better when the phone's away. I find it very interesting how um, you listen to interviews with sort of Silicon Valley tech executives. They all who actually know the ins and outs of this shit yeah. all have extraordinarily strict rules about these devices <laughs> in their house, you know, yeah. like Zuckerberg's got his camera taped up, none of the Silicon Valley guys this will have the- phones in their bedrooms, none of the kids are allowed iPads no, or anything no. like that. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, no, sorry, I have, I have spent my entire working life making sure that this is as ruinous to individuals <laughs> yeah, 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 as possible. There's no way that I'm going to inflict that on my family, are you, are you mad? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm a tobacco executive, what am I going to do, like, give my five-year-old a box of snuff for his birthday that's insane <laughs> yeah exactly you, go, you devils they've all got their electronic stuff in bags like lead, <laughs> lead bags when they get indoors <laughs> they don't touch that man yeah <clears throat> yeah it's a it's it's a weird like well Sean McLaughlin talks about it in his show you know like mm. we've now got 
things, this, uh, old stuff and new stuff at the oh, same time. Oh, that was time. a fantastic what? bit. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I ended up yeah. seeing it a couple of times. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, spectacular. Phenomenally good. Without the, yeah, the, the two most popular kinds of music, MP3 and vinyl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that beautiful line that he says of, um, I don't know when I am, wasn't it? Like, so, yeah, 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 wonderful. And uh, it's so true. Yeah, I, I, I love that when someone can, can say, like, it's like yeah. he said that line, and I'm like, I'm in. I know. I get, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was <laughs> true because I'm like, I, I, I love vinyl. I collect records, but sometimes it's just a pain in the ass to put it on. And then you go, oh, that side's finished. You've got to go back across. <laughs> ah. So I've got to make sure if I'm on my laptop, I've got the record player behind me. So it's like, oh, yeah, fine. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm so cool. No, this is shit. MP3s are right there. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, you've got, so you've got to come very young. And from this, again, from listening to you on Stuart's uh, podcast, you're very open about things, about your life and what's gone on, which I found really refreshing. But not and, and doing and talking about it in your shows, but you're not doing it in a in a way to sort of because I feel sometimes when people do shows, if they're talking about a relative that's passed on or, or something traumatic that's happened to them, sometimes I feel they're like they're crowbarring it into a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Edinburgh seems to become a bit like that. Yeah, Whereas absolutely. You're, you're doing it because actually that's where you're at and that's what you feel. Yeah, you and it's like, about. well, if this is what, if most of your waking experience is thinking about this thing, mm. then what else are you going to end up exactly. doing stuff about? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, also, yeah. this isn't like, it's not to say that one is ever entirely open. Like, there are still definitely things where I'm like, no, there's, you got to draw a line somewhere yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. internally, of, like, otherwise, you're just like, you know, you don't want to effectively perform a vivisection of yourself on stage no. and be like, oh, no, no. check out the inside yeah, of this yeah. ribcage here. Uh, right? uh, like, tuck in. Yeah, it's like, that's what comedy is, baby. I'm cutting myself and you're watching me heal. <laughs> yeah, help yourself, tell what you want. Yeah. Um, so there's got to be some sort of thing. And like definitely, so I, I was thinking about this uh, relatively recently uh, where in the last show, as you remembered, uh, as, as you said, uh, ended up uh, being largely about a few deaths in the family and some other yeah, things yeah. Uh, around that. And it was, you know, it was based on a trip that I took to India towards the end of 2017. By the time it finished touring was towards the end of April 2019, wow, so yeah. not even two months ago. And everything and you're like that's a long time to keep going on about that or yeah, to, to keep yeah. sort of bringing this up for oneself as much as anything um sort of like i feel as though there's things in there that i would have moved on from earlier yeah, had yeah, i not yeah. been talking about it all the time uh but because it was a story about my family and about the people who i really really love yeah. it was an important enough one that i'm like no i want to i want to tell this thing yes, i want to get yes, this uh, yeah. out there um Whereas uh, with the new one, there are like certain things that I'm like, ideally speaking, I'm not going to be thinking about X or Y in April yes. 2020 uh, when this stops touring. So let's not put it in yeah. to this now, because while it may have some sort of relevant catharsis for you in the present, yeah. think about you a year from now, yeah, when you've that guy's not yeah. going to enjoy the fact that He's talking yeah. about this shit for money. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right, man. But I think I think what you were talking about in your in, in Duffer in your past show was that it, you you had that with you in your for all, you know up until the show. So I suppose did the show help you deal with it and kind of put it put it away or put it to one side? Because you never I've talked about this before with people when people die. I don't think you ever get over it. I think you just find a way of carrying it around. Yeah, you know, I think it did. The, did the show help you with that? Well, it felt quite like in some ways, I almost felt like certainly like the, the towards the end of it, it felt like the eulogy, right? And that yeah, it right. got to like and about uh, this person who I had loved so dearly, uh, who kind of was like a second mother to me when I was a child, was yeah. my grandmother. So, been, long story short, lived with us till I was five, got deported, uh, didn't oh, wow. really see her uh, for subsequent 22 years, uh, and then did when she was uh, on her deathbed um, towards the end of her life. Wow. Uh, and um, you know that way that like particularly like people who were that influential as a kid and like with her, I always felt like a five year old boy because that yes, was like the last time that yeah. I was. Uh, and so, like the fact that 
I got to go out and end up telling thousands of people this person was fucking excellent. <laughs> you know, like that's a, and uh, yeah. yeah, none of you have met uh, none of you know. Uh, but like, I think that I didn't mention in the show. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, I think that I didn't say in the show, but I remember uh, on the day that she did uh, pass away, and I, I was in London because I just um, got back from Edinburgh, and uh, uh, my dad had gone over, yeah. uh, and I was uh, talking, like, spoke to family in India that day, spoke to family in the United States that day. And we realized that I was with my mum and my sister. And I was like, oh, right. What's just happened is we've spent an afternoon where people on three continents are yeah. just effectively agreeing that they love this person yeah. and they were great and <laughs> led a good life. And you're like, that is the single best yeah, absolutely. thing that any human being can yeah. hope oh, that for. That is incredible. Right? Yeah. Unless like, maybe some of you are very fortunate and you also have family in South America who can get on board with that. <laughs> like, we only have the North American one. So if you can beat me with four continents, <laughs> mate, then yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You get like get some Antarctic love. Man, that what what a way, what a legacy. Yeah, you know. And so that thing. that was a, a, a nice thing to be able to yeah. talk about uh, in comedy. That's as amazing. Well. Yeah, because I've a friend of mine passed away a couple of years ago, and he was massive on comedy, and I just didn't it because he 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 he, he, he was in he was away with work, and he had, he he's always had respiratory problems and spinal problems and and he was in his in his hotel room and he just he just went to sleep he, you know he, could, he didn't have his, he didn't have his inhaler or something like that and he just he just went and he and then someone I remember someone rang me up and I Paul's passed and you're going Paul who? Mm. because he just didn't expect it you know yeah and then I was like, well, I'm like oh wow and it took me ages to get my head around it because I didn't see him very often yeah I sort of saw him now and again like last time I saw him was in Edinburgh two years ago and so, but when I saw him, we, it was we had the best time. Yeah. And then I'd see him like three months later. So when he'd gone, it took me ages to go. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to see him. It was weird. And so, like the same with your grandmother. Yeah. You know. But like, yeah, I, I think that that that's obviously like even stranger because like, I mean, she was 87 when she passed yeah. away. Like that's yeah. it's not it's not. Odd. That is so weird. It's like when she was born, she had a life expectancy of twenty-seven. For God's sake, like she put a hell of a shift in beating that. Uh, Not too soon. But yeah, when it when it's a yeah a young friend, you just be like yeah, just be like Paul. No, that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, odd. Even now, I talk about him, and I'm like. I think he's still at work, and I'll yeah, I was like, oh, I'm gonna text that guy and have yeah, a pint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. It's odd, you know. And dealing, it's it's my first experience of really dealing with death. Hmm. I've talked about it on other episodes, and I've gone, oh, I've even said, oh, I've not really experienced it. And then I was thinking about the other day, I think I have, but but I don't know. It's odd. He's, I still feel he's here, and it's odd. And, hmm. Yeah, so it's yeah weird. I suppose, I suppose different people's experiences with death are different, and you know, it's it just it's just odd, you know. So yeah, so but you seem to have by doing the show and talking about it, and you know, you've got it in a good place. Mm. You know, like Jade talking about her sister passing. Yeah, she's worked out a way of carrying it around, like it's in a backpack, and she just 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 gets used to carrying that backpack around. You mm. know. Which is yeah. And there's a there's oh gosh, I can't remember who wrote it now. A book a friend uh, lent me at university uh, called something, uh, the, the subheading was something like 50 Tales of the Afterlife. If, you, if you'd look this up, just Bing it, you know, yeah, like get, get right on Bing, guys. Bing. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to insist on all podcasts that I'm sponsored by Bing. <laughs> like, look. He's niche. Duck, duck, go this shit, all right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Alphabet want my reference, <laughs> they've got a lot of money. <laughs> um, no, so, um, and it was this book uh, where this author had, uh, and basically every chapter opens with "When you die, comma da da da," and it's fifty potential things that could happen, just like scenarios yeah, right. uh, for what could happen. And the one that really stuck with me is uh, this idea that when you die, you end up in this room, right? And there's a exit, to the, you walk through the entrance and there's a different exit to the room, uh, and no one in the room knows what's on the other side of the exit, okay. right? Because yeah. the, you only go 
through the exit when the last remaining person on earth to know your name has spoken your name for the last time. Oh, wow. Right? Uh, and then you finally go through it and no one ever knows. Yeah. Uh, right? So generally speaking, people are in the waiting room till a couple of generations of their family uh, have gone. At, but then also you've got, you know, like Abraham Lincoln's in the waiting room and Gandhi's in the waiting <laughs> room because people everyone. And, he's like, and for those people, it's very exciting because everyone, well, everyone wants to talk to Abraham Lincoln. So yeah. it's very exciting for him to still be in the room and he's still having a nice enough time. Uh, but then you've also got like there's a middle school in rural Ohio that's named after some local farmer from the 1800s and he's just like oh I want I want to get out of this room yeah, but every day a bunch of kids are saying no one wants to chat to me I've not really achieved anything much uh, I think I just want to know what's on the other side um, that's but yeah so it's uh, the, like it just seemed like this really lovely extrapolation of yeah. this idea that I think we all carry with us of you're not gone till you're forgotten, right? Yes. Uh, and yes, so yes. as long as these people are kept alive in our head, so there's somewhere, Jovi the Ashar is still in the, in the waiting room, uh, hanging around, waiting around. <laughs> chatting to Gandhi. <laughs> they got to update these magazines. Gandhi. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I always, my, my show this year is called Death Becomes Him and it's about me, I'm dead, but where do I go? <laughs> Where would I go, you know, based on the life that I've led? Ooh. And my, yeah, I've got the, the, the back, the, uh, it's, I'm in a waiting room and there's a door there that's all heavenly and there's a door there that's all scorched. <laughs> which, way, which one would I go to based on what I've done? So there is that thing about the waiting room. Hmm. It seems to be quite popular. Yeah. Yeah. And then having Purgatory been... is such a loaded term. Yeah. Like, <laughs> waiting waiting yeah. room seems nice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, waiting room is great. But purgatory sounds like you actually did something wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't go straight away. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I've been interviewed by the police before, and it's like, oh, before you go, one more thing. Like, oh, no. What now? I'm just, I've told you I didn't do it. Yeah, so. Yeah, that sounds really bad as well. No, it wasn't really bad. It was just a driving thing. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah, anyone, yeah, that, yeah, we're not going to let you go straight away. Yeah. You're going to have to wait for a bit. Yeah. It would be quite nice if it's like, one more thing. How'd you get your hair like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, just uh, gel. It's uh, <laughs> weird now. <laughs> so do your shows, do they just form naturally? You just let it, sort of let it come out mm. of you or do you just sit down one day and go, right, I'm going to talk about this? So I think it's just like, starts with stuff on the notes section of the phone that like yeah. you know I have found this particular thing interesting or this yes. topic worth yeah. thinking about and you sort of I, I feel that you often end up writing one joke that's sort of uh, like a keystone or a lynch pill or something like that uh, yeah. and then other stuff kind of gets built around that uh, to form a whole routine yeah 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 um, but it sort of it, it varies uh, drastically depending on the show. So for example, with the, with the 2018 one, I knew that I wanted to tell this story. Yes. And so everything else came after the fact that I'm going to put it all within the framework of I want to talk about this, yes. which is why hopefully it didn't feel like that thing that you were talking no, about no, 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 of yeah. like, crowbar oh, let's just crowbar it. Yeah, it's no. like if well, anything, that was it, material was crowbarred into <laughs> yeah. the harrowing tale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas the year before, uh, I was like, right, okay, I've got routines about all of this stuff and it, yeah, let's... Um, Let's link it together with a bunch of callbacks about milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think it should make a holistic thing uh, <laughs> that way. Yeah. And do you find it because you've been nominated twice and you're, you know, you're getting further and further up the ladder in, 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 in the industry? Do you find it? Do you find coping with the industry? Because it's quite a high pressure industry that we're in. Mm. Do you find that difficult, or do you have coping mechanisms in place you can kind of? Take yourself out for a minute and... I think the useful... You know. I've never lived with comedians, which I think is really useful. Very useful. Uh, I've just lived, like, consistently just with old uni pals who yeah, have yeah, yeah. nine-to-fives uh, and everything. And that means that, yeah, on the day-to-day, -day, you're not thinking about, you know, like, I can't imagine, like, if my two flatmates, like... <laughs> Well, one's a surgeon and one's a civil servant who works on Brexit. Both of them are under more pressure than yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't make this story like, work. Oh, yeah. Sometimes being a clown is hard. <laughs> it, it can yeah, feel yeah, a bit yeah. like there's there's a beautiful uh, Mitchell and Webb sketch, uh, which I don't know if you've seen, uh, where they're talking about their days at work. Um, 
and Robert Webb is a pediatric surgeon or something like that. He's like, sometimes it can, it, like, it can just be so difficult because you'll be, you know, you're, you're looking at a parent and you're talking to them and you, you, you know that that child's not going to make it. Um, how was your day at work? And it was like, oh, it was fine. Uh, it was like, no, no, you're allowed to have had a, you're allowed, no, 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 I don't want, you're allowed to have had a difficult day at the ice cream factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, Jeff was a bit, oh, Jeff, tell me. <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? It's yeah. true, but I find. And so, like, it's, yeah. yeah, undoubtedly, like, this isn't to denigrate the profession, I think that uh, a lot of us, actually work considerably harder than a lot of people who will spend half of their working day on Facebook. And yes. Just because you're actually in an office from certain time to certain time yeah, is no yeah, guarantee yeah, that you've yeah. done anything. No, I know. Uh, it's, like, it's, it's proof that you've sat in a place. Uh, you went there, while. they saw you, yeah. and then you left. Um, yeah. So while we do, like, we, we do uh, get the work done and do, yeah. do what we need to do, but also I think it's just a case of keeping in mind that it is such like an outlandish privilege yeah, to be a clown. Yeah, but, like, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, look what we're doing this yeah. today. Is I know, I'm driving here today, I'm like, oh, it's rain. <laughs> yeah, that's all you've got to worry about today. You know, that's it. And I've got a gig later. Oh, poor you. You know, it's, yeah, it's very privileged to do what we do. But I just know that as you get further into the industry, more, you know, more people expect more from you. You've got to do more things and does mm. that, but, as you say, you've, as you say, it's a privilege. So you sound like you've got your head. Yeah. Well, and just like have a realistic assessment of like as with anything, a realistic assessment of what you're actually capable of doing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Don't take too much on. And it might be, <laughs> you'll be yeah, all right. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> don't take too much on. Take your tablets. It's all going to be all right. Yeah, take your tablets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you taken different kinds of tablets to get to the ones you agree no, with? No. Uh, it's just the one. I think that I might end up having a conversation uh, with my uh, with my GP next time I go in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know whether I need more, uh, but. Um, um, yeah, it's uh, the same one that I've always done, and then a uh, combination of vitamin B and vitamin D because I, I don't eat meat and I have dark right. skin in a dark country. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah, you're yeah, gonna be lacking these something. weird, uh, yeah, yeah. like, I hate that I'm that easy to figure out. Do you know? It's like, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, immediately quite a bit better. <laughs> it's funny, it's like you, every yeah. time the whole exercise and diet thing, and you're like, oh, please be lying. Please be lying. Yeah, like, you mentioned like, I'm stewed. Yeah. And I really laughed out loud when you were like, oh, I don't want it to be just that. Yeah. yeah. And it's true. Like someone said, you know, have a banana. And I went, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good for your depression. So yeah. I have a banana a day. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Why don't I have more fruit? <laughs> fruit and water. Oh, yeah, because I'm mostly water. What would I <laughs> It's so simple, yeah. but it's sometimes you know it's ugh, yeah. You just I want it to be. I want someone to go. No, actually, this yeah. is what, this is actually what it is. And you yeah. go, oh, excellent. That's something I can do nothing about. <laughs> excellent. Yeah. I can, I Sorry, can, um, I could you just uh, could you just write in your official medical notes, uh, tortured artist, please? Uh, that would be <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah. useful. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will do. Can you put your shoes back on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like. Don't, for my diagnosis, you seem to have written that Ayer Shah is a basic bitch who needs a jog. Like, what the, that seems that seems inconsiderate. Sir. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that I agree with that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are you following my prescription to a plane? Don't me. Yeah, yeah. I know we have to fucking get ourselves check ourselves, don't we? Sometimes I think we're very lucky to do what we do. Yeah, yeah, man. And when? So when are you on a, uh, the monkey barrel? I am on at uh, quarter to two in the afternoon at uh, one of the new Monkey Barrel. If you know anything about the Monkey Barrel, it's not the Monkey Barrel. Oh, it's okay. going to be they're opening some. Are we allowed to say this? Yeah, uh, that, uh, that I don't know if they were doing like a. Oh, we're going to oh, announce everything. Look, yeah. um, but they've got some new rooms opening, like basically opposite uh, the, oh, the okay. current ones. Uh, what in which, the where the Tron is or? No, not not, not that far, yeah, but yeah, yeah, on Blair Street. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I think I think in the place that used to do like tour groups. Yeah. That I never saw anyone go no. into or out of. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, I think that they're just ah. making that into some new spaces for the oh, French. Okay, well, that'd be cool. And uh, and uh, you've sorted out your accommodation. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> We've just sorted ours out. Oh God, it is. Yeah. It's next level. Oh, yeah. It's been it's mad this year. Awful. Yeah. Absolutely awful. Uh, and I mean, like, I mean, the reasons for it being like, 
the fact that there's been a legislative change to assure minimum protection for tenants, like from our perspective. But uh, I, I, I liked, uh, I can't remember who it was who said to me, but some stand up, uh, it was just like, um, talking about the ways that, like, because effectively we're just like small business people and like get oh, yeah, frustrated yeah. by things like this. And he just said to me, "The thing is, is that almost every stand-up comedian is a Thatcherite who refuses to admit it." Yeah, actually, I can kind of, I can kind of see where you're coming from on that one, really. <laughs> It's on the nose, actually. Yeah. What, why can't you turf these goddamn students <laughs> out? <laughs> Don't know who we are. Yeah. Every year they. Oh, we're actually we've there's a um, one of the u- university lecturers is we're having her flat. Ah, oh, nice. But it's on the proviso we have to look after her cats. Right. And I've got to stay in Edinburgh until the very end of August to to, to look after because I think the festival's only up to like twenty sixth was I mean. Yeah. And I'm up there I until mean, the end, so just so we go. Oh uh, no! Yeah. <laughs> so I watch everyone leave. Five days. Oh, I've done that before though. I've stayed up to do the stand. Yeah. And you can, I was sitting in my flat. You can't see, you can't see it. You can physically feel, feel Edinburgh draining out. Yeah. You can feel, and you walk out and then all the posters suddenly have yeah. faded. And it's, yeah, it's like this, You're not doing a show on the last Monday, are you? No, no, oh, thank no, God. no, no, no. We've made no, that mistake it's, ve- it's very odd. You watch, there are some people still valiantly doing shows yeah. and you're watching an entire festival just be deconstructed around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Like <laughs> someone on stage in a pub uh, doing yeah. that and like the entire room is just being dismantled. Yeah. It's like yeah, someone yeah, nicks yeah. the mic That's about 30 it. minutes. It's not quite full so the chairs at the back are being put away as you're on. <laughs> no, we've done that. We've learnt the hard way. We're out. We, 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 well, I'll be there. I'll be there to look after the cats, but I shall... I should make the most of it to regroup and get my head together. Yeah, actually enjoy the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love it up there. It's a great place. Yeah. Yeah, so that'd be nice. Yeah, are you living far away from where you're playing? Uh, About a 20 minute walk. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, You get your exercise. Which will be all right. Yeah, so we're out in uh, in Newtown. Yeah, lovely. uh, This time. That's nice. I was out there a couple of weeks ago, I was in Edinburgh. And I stayed out at a place called the, the Murray, Murray Lens or something like that. It's, it was an Airbnb and it was right. a half an hour on a bus. It was an hour and a half walk. And I was- Is it near the stadium? Is Murrayfield's the stadium? No, no, Murrayfield's right? out towards the airport. But right. This was out the other way, out past um, uh, Arthur's seat, way out. And I was like, well, on the, I did the Gilded Balloon gigs and I walked home an hour and a half later. And I only did it once because I got accosted by so many people. Yeah, he's like, you're an hour in and this girl just pops out of a bush. Hey, can I use your phone? No. <laughs> no. No, no, it's fine. You're running it's a weird gauntlet. Then some other guy, do you want some coke? Mate, no. What is this mad shit? The yeah. Leith Walk obstacle course. <laughs> he's walking up the white lines in the middle of the road going, this is the only place I want to be. Um, this has been great out here. Thanks, yeah. man. Really Pleasure. appreciate it. Thank Cheers. you very much, man. Insane in the membrane. Thanks very much to Ahir Shah. What a man. Great chat. Really interesting to talk to him. Absolute dude. You'll find ticket details for Ahir's Edible Show in the podcast description on your app, along with tickets to my own show, Rich Wilson, Death Becomes Him, and the Insane in the Membrane live shows. The Edinburgh season continues next time with Rob Alton. Lastly, but by no means leastly, big shout out to a few people. Chloe Day, who listens in every week. Big shout out to you, Chloe. Thank you. Um, Anthony CB on iTunes there, giving us a wonderful review. Five stars. Thank you, Anthony CB. Sarah C692. Thank you as well for a wonderful review. Lovely five stars there. So thank you guys for the support really do appreciate it. a big thank you to everybody that listens in every week take care of yourselves look after each other and we'll see you again ta-da ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Made by DarkHorseDigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming and podcast production. <laughs> 